Hello and welcome to That Nerd Dad Podcast. I am That Nerd Dad, Joe Williamson. I appreciate you stopping by for a 15-20 minute visit. I want to I let you in on a little secret. I was about 10 minutes into recording this already when I realized I wasn't recording. <laughs> Whoops. I had gotten through almost the two big topics for the day when I realized I wasn't fucking recording. So this is take two, and I guarantee you, it won't be as good as the first take. You missed out. We've got some fun stuff today, though, and some horrible stuff. The first two topics kind of pissed me off. The rest are fun. So now that you're all teased up and ready to go, don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this. I greatly appreciate it. And with that, let's do this again. But for you, it's the first time. But for me, it's the second time. Here's the theme song. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. God, you have no idea how pissed off I am that I screwed that up. It was a good take. So we're going to start with R. Kelly news. R. Kelly has been in the news a lot for the last couple of years, and uh, I have not covered him at all because, frankly, I don't care about R. Kelly. And I don't think that R. Kelly moves the needle on um, a lot of my audience's radar. We know a couple of his songs. We all know Remix to Ignition, and we all know I Believe I Can Fly. And uh, we know about that reference to R. Kelly in the Macklemore song. Piss. And we know that uh, Dave Chappelle did a parody song about pee on you and poop on you. Um, but that's a, that's a great extent of it. So for my audience, I don't think we're, we're, we're all the way committed to this R. Kelly horrificness. But I am happy to report that he was found guilty this week on all charges of sex trafficking and racketeering. Good for him. He'll now face decades in prison. And I don't think I believe I can fly will get you out of a good old-fashioned prison rape. So, R. Kelly's going away. But I bring this story up not because of the outcome of the R. Kelly uh, trial. I actually bring it up because... You know, when the verdict came out, all the reporters go to their respective sources. And they want to get opinions and and headlines and quotes and things of that nature. Well, some prick decided it would be a good idea to find out what Bill Cosby thinks of this whole process. Not surprisingly, I'm going to paraphrase Trailer Park Boys here a little bit. But birds of a shit feather flock together. Uh, Bill Cosby says R. Kelly got railroaded during this process. Fuck off, Bill Cosby. <laughs> like, like this guy, um, respectfully, cannot die fast enough. The legacy he has tarnished 
and maybe we were all dumb and maybe Bill Cosby played us all but uh, historians are, are going to have to grapple with the good that Bill Cosby did for the black movement for pop culture for for uh, normalizing a successful black family they're going to have to to marry that with the terrible person who was behind the scenes they're already struggling to do with it and the longer he lives and the more stupid shit he continues to say he makes it harder so to R. Kelly good luck in prison I'm sure that wonderful voice of yours is going to come in handy Uh, Bill Cosby respectfully shut up and to the reporter who went out of his way to get a kind of grabber headline uh, and some clickbait, fuck you too. Like, just do better at your job, jackass. Alright, that was actually almost as good as the first take. It might have been better. Next up, something else that pisses me off. And if you're a regular here, you know... Uh, I have a real problem with Teddy Cancun. Ted Cruz, senator of Texas and quite possibly one of the worst human beings on earth. Um, This week, amidst an NBA controversy, he decides to all of a sudden acknowledge that black people exist. Good for him. The trouble is he once again picks the wrong side of history. And I think he intentionally trolls people on this one uh, to get outrage. And uh, that makes it worse. If you're just dumb and ignorant, that's authentic. And, and you know, it is what it is at that point. This tweet to me reads fucking evil. So, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, Teddy Cancun tweeted out, I stand with Kyrie Irving. I stand with Andrew Wiggins. I stand with Bradley Beal. I stand with Jonathan Isaac. Hashtag NBA. Hashtag your body, your choice. So, let me unpack everything on this fucking tweet. First off, uh, now... Now, professional athletes are allowed to voice their opinion. Before they weren't. Before they were supposed to shut up and dribble a basketball. Or play the game that they're playing. Now they're allowed to. Because it aligns with their thoughts. So, that's the first piece of just, what the fuck. The second thing is, he repeats, I stand with. I stand with, I stand with, I stand. And don't tell me that's not an intentional piss off and fucking allusion to Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. This asshole will stand with anti-vaxxers, but he won't take a knee for racism. Like, here's another one guy who can't die fast enough. Natural causes not promoting violence. But the sooner he shuts up and retires, the better off we all are. Then, on top of all 
of all that. The hashtag your body, your choice. This fucking guy is a senator for Texas, which has the most restrictive anti-abortion laws in America. And he's choosing to use the hashtag your body, your choice. Are you fucking kidding me at this point? I'm almost at the point with the state of Texas that I want to dig in and find out every company that is associated with Texas in some form and start pulling my dollars out of it and avoiding shopping there. If there's headquarters located there, if there's anybody who's truly helping these pricks get uh, reelected, I'm going to have a hard time with. Because this guy is just the scum of the earth. He really is. I cannot overemphasize how much I hate Teddy Cancruz. Teddy Cancruz. I don't even give a fuck that I screwed up his name. Teddy Cancun. I, I'm going to move on. Because I'm going to start repeating myself. But this guy's fucking prick and if you even remotely identify with him please stop listening please stop following please don't tweet me please just don't there's no way you and I will ever see eye to eye on anything if you can get along or support Ted Cruz we're gonna pivot now the stuff that makes me happy. The stuff, the part of the show that that brings me joy. We're going to pivot to shit you may have missed. So with that, it's time for shit you may have missed. And we're going to start with M&M news. Two, two bits of M&M news. We'll start with the fun one. Because the second one's kind of a marketing shill. We'll start with the fun one first. And that's. This past week, he opened up Mom's Spaghetti in Detroit. He opened up a little restaurant in Detroit called Mom's Spaghetti. And if you can see in the picture there, you can get spaghetti for 9 bucks, And get spaghetti with meatballs for 12 You can get spaghetti with vegan balls for 14 Or you can get a spaghetti sandwich for 11 There's pop for 3 bucks, water for 3 bucks. Real simple menu. Uh, I love this. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This is before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. I'm not a pasta guy, but I would absolutely eat at Mom's Spaghetti. I don't think I've ever been to Detroit either. 
and uh, because of the economy and COVID and all that stuff, I don't know if I'm going to be there anytime soon. But if it's still around, let's say two, three years from now, I might take a trip just to get some spaghetti and meatballs from Mom's Spaghetti. That's fun. That's not Ted Cruz news. That's fun news. Continuing with MM news, it was announced yesterday, and I had to like change the show this morning because I had it all ready, and this news came out that the Super Bowl 56 halftime show is going to be Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Frickin' Lamar. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. That is a hell of a lineup. 15-year-old me is just freaking out right now. Um, because, like, Jesus. That's going to be amazing. I have a prediction. Um, this will be the most watched Super Bowl halftime show in history. I'm going to clip this segment. I'm going to clip that little hot take. And uh, if I'm right, I'll re-air it. And if I'm not right, I'm just going to delete it. But that's a hell of a halftime show. That's way better than Maroon 5. Adam freaking Levine. Pokemon news. <laughs> but fun Pokemon news. Po- fun fun Pokemon Oreo news. Now, I'm surprised I didn't cover Pokemon Oreos before on the show. And somehow it completely avoided my my knowledge and my reading. Um, but Pokemon Oreos is apparently a thing. I haven't seen them in Canada. So this feels like a US only thing. But who the hell knows. I probably should. It's my show. No, the reason I bring this to your attention is because uh, on the Oreos, there's little kind of markings of various Pokemon. I think there's 16 Pokemon in total. And just like in the game and in the cartoon and blah, 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 there are some Pokemon that are harder to find. There are some Pokemon Oreos that are harder to find than others. And there is currently a Mew Oreo cookie on eBay for $10,000. And I really hope someone buys it. Because that person doesn't deserve $10,000 if they buy it. They deserve to be $10,000 poor. So... To the seller, good on you. Way to set the market high. Because even if you sell it for a thousand, good on you for aiming, shooting for the stars. Uh, but ten thousand bucks for an Oreo cookie. I mean, I love cookies. Like I really love cookies. They're my preferred snack. But I don't know if I'd pay ten thousand dollars for one. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying I don't know if I would. I probably would. Also news yesterday. We're going to stick with just pure fat guy thing here today. It's actually a lot of food. I didn't realize that at first. The McRib is coming back. This was also not on the agenda as of this morning. But then news broke last night that the McRib is coming back November 1st. And uh, this has been uh, this is one of those weird pop culture phenomenons. 
because when it was first launched, I think in the early 80s, it was like a disaster. It bombed. And they keep bringing it back every few years. And, and since then, because it's so limited in its run, and it, it, it's kind of taken on this life of its own. The Simpsons have made reference to it, Family Guy, all those shows have made reference to the McRib. Um, and the fact of the matter is, it's just okay. Like, it's not, it's not great. This is going to be one of those things people will rush out to buy to say they got one. And they tried it, um, especially for the new generation where I don't think it's even been around for a millennial. I don't think a millennial has even had the opportunity to eat one. So the millennials are going to snap this shit up. The gen, the boomers and all that stuff will get it to take a trip down memory lane. It's going to make them a billion dollars. It's going to be great. And they're going to take it away. And then we'll talk about it again in 20 years when they bring it back. Uh, it's coming out November 1st. I could not find if it was coming in Canada. I read multiple articles, but they all kind of read like the same press release, but none of them kind of said where, whether or not it's coming to Canada. I hope it does. Um, I'll probably order one. <laughs> I will say for the, for my Canadian listeners though, M&M Meats, if you're familiar with M&M Meats shop, they have a, I think it's called boneless ribo pork which is essentially the McRib. You could make this at home. Smother it in barbecue sauce. Put it on a hot dog bun. Done. Boneless ribo pork from M&M Meats. You can make this at home. And finally, the cast of the upcoming Mario Brothers movie was announced last week. Um, so the movie is set to be released in 2022. It's being made by the guys who make the Minions movies. I think it's Illumination. Um, so the movie itself is in really good hands. And it's not terribly surprising that they have an all-star cast to the voice acting. Uh, so Chris Pratt is Mario... Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as, to as Toad, Seth Rogen as DK, and not pictured, uh, Fred Arminson as Cranky. Um, look, I, I think that this casting nails it. The only person I'm not familiar with is Anya Taylor-Joy. My apologies, Anya. You may be a big actress that I'm just not familiar with. Um... And, of course, everyone honed in on Chris Pratt as Luigi, or as Mario. Why did I say Luigi? Because I think I looked at him. Anyways, Chris Pratt as Mario. I think the casting is perfect, with the exception of Chris Pratt. And that's more because I just don't like Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is on the crazy train with regards to uh, some religious things, some uh, Trump things. Uh, Chris Pratt's a crazy person. So, I'm not on board with that. But, he also hasn't made a good movie. Like, he's only in Guard... The only thing I've enjoyed watching him in is Guardians of the Galaxy. I've seen him in other things, the Jurassic Park movies, all that Eh. But, um... So, not surprisingly, everyone kind of zeroed in on this. Like, why Chris Pratt? They're not even using his good looks in the movie, because he's playing an animated Mario. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, I will say, uh, the casting outside of that, and I've said it 
multiple times already, is absolutely perfect. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, terrific. Jack Black as Bowser, might be the best casting news uh, all year. That is fantastic. And the reason why I mentioned Fred Armisen is because I'm just a big Fred Armisen guy. I love that man. For the record, I do a Mario impersonation. It's a me, Mario. See, I could do the movie. Money, please. That's it. That's the show. Game over. We made it through. 20 minutes long. We're going to push it to 22, 23 as I do my wrap up here. Want to thank you for listening. I know it's not easy. That's hard being a parent, man. Trying to squeeze 20, 25 minutes to yourself. Maybe you're listening to this while you're doing the dishes or some shit. I appreciate it, though. I really do. Of course, hit me up on all my socials at that nerd dad or at that nerd dad podcast. Thanks, Instagram, for screwing me on that one. Uh, I would say I'm most active now, actually, on TikTok. <laughs> I'm, I hate how much I like TikTok now. Um, so I'm on TikTok. I'm doing one or I'm trying to do one TikTok a day. So check me out on TikTok. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter pretty regularly as well at that nerd dad and all my other socials. This is where I thank uh, Dean Bundell. Thank you, DeanBundell.com, for hosting this podcast, getting this whole shit show started. I appreciate it. Check out DeanBundell.com on YouTube. YouTube.com slash DeanTube. Uh, always a good listen. And he's becoming um, this voice of Toronto that's being starting to be taken a little bit more seriously. So in the year that I've been with Dean... Um, it's gone from a, a relative niche market to something much bigger than that, where he is talking um, political discourse and, 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 and holding people accountable. And it's gaining more and more traction every week. So check him out. I want to thank Blue Microphones for sponsoring the show. I don't sound this good without them. Powered by Blue. Blue Microphones. And as always... We're going to close it out with my kid thanking you for listening. Thanks for listening. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. This is Charles Adler. After a few years of working on radio and television, the Charles Adler Show has evolved to a natural place in 2023. YouTube podcast and open rss you'll hear the show as it always has been delivered concise with context clarity and empathy and as a bonus the guests will be natural born storytellers who won't fear telling stories that are personal and emotional they won't fear uncomfortable questions most important they won't fear me follow me on twitter at charles adler and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. 
and listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.